Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted. I got a really introspective listener question the other day um, that I wanted to answer here. And normally I, as you know, answer listener questions that I receive through voice memos or through the Google form, both of which you can find in my show notes, by the way, if you have a question, I'm more than happy to answer it. Um, but I was having an existing conversation with, with someone and they ended up asking this question and to give some context around the conversation, we were talking about how celebrities decide who they follow on social media, because, let's be really real, there is so much scrutiny, right? And we were kind of talking about the the instance, the most recent instance of the Haley Bieber, Selena Gomez situation, more so from the perspective of like, there was a lot of public scrutiny around other celebrities that were following or unfollowing one or the other. And it's funny because we as people that are not in public scrutiny do this on like a daily basis and no one gives a fuck, but because you're famous you may have to be a little bit more strategic with who you follow and unfollow. And like, sometimes that can speak volumes, um, and be, you know, either a positive or negative situation for your PR team. Um, so we were talking about that. And then, um, the, the person I was speaking with said, well, Kate, don't you have a ton of celebrity followers on social media? And I said, yeah, it's quite a bit. Um, and and they were like, well, if you could pick any any celebrity to follow you on social media, who would you pick? And I thought that was a very interesting question because it sparked a discussion that I didn't know we would have because of that question. I thought the, the question would be very simple to answer for me. You know, I would think of a celebrity, I would tell you, and then we would close the conversation and move on. And instead, what ended up happening was I was like, actually, you know, I don't know if I'm the best or worst person to follow on social media. And it will vary. I think because in my mind, there are two types of celebrity. Generally speaking, they obviously vary by nuance. Okay. Like nuances of race, age, socioeconomic status, you know, industry type, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But generally speaking, in my mind, there's two broad categories of celebrity, which is the celebrity And then the influencer. And the reason why is because they're so different in behavior. 
because when, when I was asked the question of like, who would your like dream celebrity follower be? I was like thinking about how each one would react to the concept of following somebody like more regular on social media like myself. So for example, to explain the concept, I have noticed a pattern that celebrities like, you know, I'm talking reality TV stars, um, really well-known entrepreneurs, actors, singers, or artists, um, like more mainstream media celebrities that survive beyond social media. Um, maybe they social media help them get to a certain point in their career. And then they're, they, or their team is very strategic about making sure they fucking stick around. Okay. Those people typically I have found don't have the expectation that when they follow you on social media, that you're going to like put up a video with their profile in the green screen on in the back and it's you excitedly pointing to the follow back button. Like, I don't think they have that expectation. Um, if they do, I ain't going to do it because that's just not my personality to begin with. But influencers, on the other hand, um, do have that expectation, generally speaking. So when I said, like, I don't know if I'm the best or worst person to follow on, on social media because it depends on the type of celebrity we're talking about. If it's an influencer, I'm probably, I'm probably the worst person to follow on social media because they may be expecting, like, fangirl behavior, and that's just not my personality. It's like, it's not that it's something I don't want to do or I think is going to make me look cringy. It's just like, it's just not who I am. Whereas... It's interesting to me because when I look or think back at the celebrities that are following me on social media, energetically, I don't think that they would want me to fangirl over them. And I think they may have followed me because energetically they feel that, aside from the fact that like maybe they're actually interested in my content, energetically they also thought like, well, if I'm interested in this in this person's content, I love what they're doing, I'm going to follow them, but do I think that they're going to like do this weird like fangirl thing? For me, I think that they feel that I'm not going to do that, so they're just like, okay, like this person's going to like let me be human and like leave me the fuck alone, so I'm going to go and click follow because I genuinely want to absorb like what they're doing on social or, you know, get insight from them or what have you. Um, but influencers don't really think that way. I cannot even begin to tell you how many influencers have followed me on social media. And because I did not in any way acknowledge that they followed me on social media, they then unfollow like very shortly after. It's hilarious to me. (laughs) I don't know why it was very funny. Um, but yeah, I, I, that was kind of the first part of things for me And then the other part is when I think of, when I actually think to answer the question of like, if I could pick celebrities to follow me on social media, I think that the list might be a little surprising because I don't go with like, not saying that if Kim Kardashian followed me on social media, that that wouldn't be a big deal, but that's not what I'm gunning for. Um, To me, I more so am thinking of people like Rihanna, Kiki Palmer, um, Russ, whose book I read every fucking year at least once. Um, you know, people like that, that I connect with on an artistry and like marketing level. 
you know, um, or you know, like Mark Randolph, who I personally follow on social media. He's like, he was the co-founder of Netflix. Um, I just love his story and like the brand story. It would be a complete and total honor for me to, for him to follow me back. Um, so something like that or like actors that I grew up really loving or reality stars that I just relate to on a business and kind of values perspective. So for example, Julia Hart, it would be a total honor for her to follow me on social media. Christine Quinn was a dream follower of mine and she does in fact follow me on social media. Um, so people like that for me, it's like, I'm, when I think of who, what celebrity would I want to follow me on social media? My thinking doesn't stop there. My thinking goes, who is a celebrity that I would want to work with? Who's somebody I want to have on my show? Who's somebody that I would want to write a book with or create some sort of collaboration with, or, you know, direct a music video with, or what, like, who do I want to actually establish a relationship with that goes beyond just us being mutuals on social? Because like, again, and this is something I've talked about in the show before, like just because you have followers doesn't really fucking mean anything. And, and when they're famous, if they're just a follower, it doesn't really mean that much either. Um, I understand from a PR standpoint when it comes to celebrities that like they do curate their list of followers and in a way it is an honor because like maybe they're trying to follow people that are unproblematic or it's not going it, to, it can make a statement about who they are based on who they're following. I recognize that and nevertheless it is an honor. But for me, I'm thinking more so like these are people, who are the people that I want to like build really lasting relationships with in a variety of different ways, whether it be friends, whether it be mentors, whether it be like collaborators or co-founders or what have you. Um, that I would want to have in my life. And so that list to me is maybe a little bit less like first thought than maybe some of you might expect from me. <laughs> um, and also I think for example, like let's go with the Kim Kardashian example. Cause I think a lot of people would want Kim Kardashian to follow them on social media. For me personally, if I'm thinking about Kim Kardashian following me on social media, my first thought is like, that's really great for visibility. Like I spice, you know, going and hanging out with Kim Kardashian or Addison Rae hanging out with Kourtney Kardashian. Like that's really great for their visibility. But the Kardashian brand, even though it is like equity wise, it has a lot of value and is worth a ton of money intellectual and like IP wise intellectually. But um, perception wise, it's very cheap to me. <laughs> nobody get offended. It's just true. Like why are, you know, retailers like Boohoo and Pretty Little Thing and Nasty Gal copying the Kardashian trends and not, um, you know, the Gucci and Prada and Laquan Smith and Brandon Blackwood and like luxury designers. How come luxury designers are not following their trends and they're doing just like artistry things and they're inspired by each other and not a mainstream celebrity. How come though the boohoos and the pretty little things are inspired by mainstream celebrity? Because in the artist world, we're not like directed by trends. We're directed by like what's going to leave a lasting legacy. Um, and with a brand like the Kardashians, their entire brand is around trends and trends are just not timeless. And I think that that concept carries into the way that they create their own products as well. Everything that they create to me feels like a mer like merch for them. If you took Kourtney Kardashian out of Lemmy, would Lemmy survive?
I mean, that's a subjective answer. And that's something for you to answer. For me, the answer would be no. Kylie Cosmetics feels like a literal, like, it feels like Play Cosmetics, like, that are some sort of merch extension from Kylie the brand or Kylie the person. Like, would Kylie Cosmetics survive without Kylie? No. You know, that I think that one is, is an objective answer. Um, and then we get to something that, like, Kim and Chloe, I think, are thinking of it a little bit differently. Like, it still feels very much like it's their own personal closet. Like, that's kind of how it feels. Like, you're shopping in their personal closet. Um, but Skims is actually, like, solving a problem, right? So is Good American. And I think that's because of the advisors that they have on their team specifically. Like, there's something about that that while, yes, you could technically go find a dupe for Skims and the price point is, like, dependent on the value of Kim Kardashian's personal brand, it nevertheless is solving a problem. However, still something about it, to me, doesn't quite feel as luxurious and as timeless as Spanx. Please note that I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm saying perception-wise, like Sarah Blakely is, Spanx is not built around Sarah. Sarah then built herself and her personal brand around Spanx, not the other way around. Whereas with Kim Kardashian, Skims was built around Kim. Um, you know, in some way, I think actually the most underrated one is probably Good American by Chloe, because you could take Chloe out of the equation and the Good American would still prevail. I think actually they would need to like maybe rethink their strategy a little bit and maybe use Chloe less in the marketing materials. And I think they're starting to do that. And that's because of Emma Grady, who is actually the, uh, the, the CEO of um, of Good American. So that one is actually, to me, probably the smartest one. Um, again, Drink 818 by Kendall Jenner. Would, would 818 survive without Kendall? I don't believe so. I think we have better tequila brands out there. I'm sorry, but I do. And that is why, like, to me, while being connected to the Kardashians gives a lot of visibility and I'm sure they're wonderful people and, and interesting in their own right. Cause I don't know who they are, right? All I'm judging is based on what I see and what I perceive. So it is subjective feedback in a sense. While they're, they may be wonderful people, you do have to consider from a collaboration and equity perspective that you may not have shared equity always. Um, if you're collaborating with somebody like that, you, their equity is always going to be overpowered by yours. And so you have to be okay with that. And furthermore, it may cheapen the value in, of your brand because their, um, their whole family makes money by continuing consumerism and continuing trend-based marketing. And if you want to create something timeless, and in other words, standing the test of time and leaving a legacy beyond you know, a recycling um, or over-perpetuation of trends, then the Kardashians may not be the best partners for you, regardless of the equity and the valuation of the, that their brand has. That, that could bring to your table. So that's how I think when it comes to what celebrities I would love to, to follow me. It, it's not really even, it's a little deeper than just like, who do I want to follow me? It's people that like, I would love to meet and either be really good friends with or work with. And those are people like Rihanna, like Russ, 
um, Jack Harlow, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore. Um, I mean, there's a bigger list, but like, those are some examples of people that for me personally, I feel like I would connect really well and our ethos would overlap and there could be a stronger bond beyond just, you know, you're a celebrity that I look up to. It could be like more on a personal level. So that's kind of how I think about these things. Um, but it is such a good, see, like this question was so introspective and it started this whole conversation for me that, um, it was very interesting and, and, you know, either way for me personally, as somebody who does have quite a few celebrities following me on social media, like I'm grateful that they, with their knowledge of their industry and their world found me and my content to be valuable to them. Like that's an honor for me. Um, definitely is, is validation in some sense, but, um, I'm, I just think that in my core, I'm so detached from the fangirl mentality because I've worked intimately with some of these people. So I know how they feel about that. Um, that I would just prefer to treat them as human beings. Cause to me, that's how I see them. And that's also my way of showing admiration for them is seeing them as beyond like a blue check mark or beyond, um, a famous name or a face I saw on TV. Like it's a person who is more than their job and more than their fame. There's actually somebody deep, deep down beyond that. And so I ask myself, who are the people that I want to know beyond their fame? 